Welcome to Wait What, where we will dive into knowing your identity, the dream God has given you, and finding success as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Lindsay Harris, and today we'll be discussing the tools needed to keep your focus on God and His plan for your business. All right, good morning. I am Lindsay Harris, your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today on the Wait What podcast, we're going to be talking about marketing strategy. Today, we're going to do a high-level discussion of marketing strategies, such as just the general effective strategies and tips. And then later on in this series, I will have a special guest speaker that will go into more depth on additional strategy, getting into specifics on social media marketing. And that will be very exciting because then you can learn how it is different now than it was, of course, 10, 15 years ago when it comes to marketing. There are so many more options now, especially for small businesses that is accessible and affordable. First, I want to talk about how important it is that your business commits to an identity. Really what this means is you don't want to have multiple areas of interest that just don't match or are not cohesive. So whether that be what you're offering, what you're selling, if it's in multiple different categories, that can be a little bit confusing and a little bit much to look at unless it's categorized in a way that it makes sense. So it's some it's something that is important to stick with the same community of services or products as well as the type of branding that you're going to be utilizing. So any artwork, any content on social media, making sure that it's cohesive and on brand is really going to help you because it's easier to see people who come to look at your page or look at your website are going to be able to see more of what it is that you're doing and not focus on the the wildness of your design or um, everything not matching. Being cohesive really goes a long way. So sticking to an identity of what you're doing, what you're selling, and how it looks is going to really help you. Next, we talked a little bit about this last week about knowing your audience. This is now the time it is very important to make sure you understand your audience better than anybody else, because that's what's going to set your business apart from your competitors. So there are Google has so many resources. You can start researching just information about the age group that you're maybe targeting or a certain demographic, educational background, just so that way you know what is of interest to these to this group of people. Next, we're going to talk about the advantage of having promotions or sales. Now, it's hard to think about because of course in the beginning you might not be thinking oh, I want to sell my products or, or offer my services at a discount, especially not right now. I'm just getting started. I have, I had the same thoughts. It's hard, but honestly, having promotions and sales really attracts people to your site, attracts people to your pages. It's very exciting for people to participate in maybe a giveaway or a flash sale, something that is going to entice more people to at least take a look and down the line it's going to be more beneficial because then you're going to have people that stick around that thought that was really fun 
Um, they'll share it with their friends. It's just an easier way to branch out rather than just keeping the same prices and being firm with those prices from the get-go. Lastly, as far as effective marketing strategies, one thing that is going to be a little bit hard depending upon how much extra time you have is utilizing social media daily. Now, if you have a, a full-time job or you're a parent, this may not be easy, especially if you don't know what to post. So there's a couple of options. Personally, having a social media manager is very, very effective and you can learn a lot. I know that may not be in everybody's budget. So instead, what you can do is you can start off by posting maybe one to two times a week. Then you can build it up to three to four and then again to five to six and then etc. Seven days a week. And it could be a mixture of feed posts, um, you know, status posts, story posts. If you're on TikTok, it could be videos. TikTok is one of the fastest growing social media apps right now. And so there is a lot of people that have gone viral on TikTok. It's a lot easier to go viral on TikTok or to have that opportunity. So it is something that you may want to start utilizing for your business because in the next couple of years, TikTok may be the predominant search engine. More people have searched for how-tos or you know, organizational tips, or they have searched through TikTok to find the videos of, of what they're looking for, and that's just going to continue. So if you're able to create videos for what it is that you're doing, if you're offering a service, maybe you can start talking about kind of what you do, talk about yourself, give a little glimpse into your life and what inspired you to start your business or what inspired you to be passionate about what you're offering. So that way you can share with your audience that you know a lot about the topic that you offer services for and you're showing that by building relationships with your followers, with the viewers that look at your TikToks and eventually that will lead to customers and sales. Again, if you're selling products, then you could have, you just be creative, post videos of using the products, doing different demos, showing off the different colors or the different variations of your products. But also keep in mind that one thing that I have learned is if you're just showing your products, it is a lot harder to build relationships with your clients or with your customers because they don't really know who this is coming from. And a lot of people really don't like being sold to. That's what the beauty of being an influencer was and why influencing became so popular because you're hearing it from somebody else that is your peer on the things that they like. And they're not necessarily saying buy this right now or here's, you know, this X, Y, and Z at this price. They're just sharing with you the things that they love. And that is what has been more interesting in consumers to then purchase and be influenced by these individuals to buy things that they may not have normally purchased. So that's something to keep in mind, whether you're offering a service or a product that sharing yourself and your background and trying to display what you're passionate about is going to go a long way. Now, if you're anything like me, it is a little bit difficult because I um, surprisingly am camera shy. 
It is very awkward talking to a phone or a camera sometimes. And one, w one way to combat this is just throughout your daily life, record yourself. You're not posting these recordings, of course, but just record yourself talking to your phone so that you get used to it. For example, when you're getting ready, you can just have your phone recording and naturally it's not going to be as scary when you start recording for something that you are going to post. So that way you can start talking to your audience, talking to your followers, and then it just feels like you're talking to your friends at that point. So that's just one tip that I learned that's definitely effective. It's, you know, not going to be easy, of course, but if you really want your business to be successful, then sometimes putting yourself out there to share who you are is going to go a long way. All right, now we're going to get into some specific tips that will help with your particular marketing strategy and may be effective for you or just something to consider. One thing that is important, if, especially if you're doing this on your own or just starting out, is to level up the technology that you use. Doesn't mean to go out and buy very expensive computers, etc. It just means to take a look and see what, what else is out there. What type of apps, free apps, are out there that might make your job a little bit easier? For example, I took the, the photos on my website currently by myself because I wasn't sure that I could afford, starting out, a professional photographer to take photos of my products. So what I did is I utilized the camera that I had, and I had Photoshop on my computer so I could try and attempt to remove a background. It was a little bit more difficult than I anticipated, and sometimes it kind of cut off pieces of the product, and I just was not happy with how that looked. So instead, I found a an app called Photo Room, and this is not an ad, it's just something that I found useful, but Photo Room is something where it will automatically remove backgrounds of what's in your picture. And it's so helpful. So if you're making any type of collage or spread and you want to have multiple products on there with a different kind of background, this is a great tool for that. Or if you're just trying to remove backgrounds in general, so that way you can have a transparent ping file, it is absolutely the best. It is super easy. You just click a button and it swipes up and down and it removes the background. So I highly recommend Photo Room if you're just starting out and you need something to remove backgrounds easily and you're having trouble doing it yourself. So that's one example of leveling up your technology by utilizing some resources that are out there that are free. Another way to level up your technology is to use maybe an app to help you design or create content that is cohesive. I'm sure many of you have already heard of the app called Canva, but Canva is very helpful if you're trying to create collages, spreads, any type of content that you're looking for that showcases your sales, your products, your services, and it, you can keep all the colors the same so that way anything you're creating has the same color palette that you would like to keep your page cohesive. Next, another tip is to be proactive. When you're starting a business and it's, you know, maybe you're doing it by yourself, don't be shy. Be a go-getter and go out there and seek out information. There are so many videos on YouTube of successful entrepreneurs that have their tips and strategies and what worked for them that you can listen to. Um, you're already here listening to my podcast, so that is a great start on branching out. 
being proactive to learn and to gain tips and tricks that maybe you just didn't think of yet or wanted to go into more depth but weren't sure where to start. Another way is if there's somebody in your family or any friends, any colleagues that you know that you look up to and have been successful or unsuccessful in their ventures, maybe asking them some questions of, you know, what worked, what didn't work, what went wrong, what do you think could have been better if you did X, Y, and Z. Just gathering up information from people who not only um, succeeded, but also failed because all of us will fail at some point. It's inevitable and it's okay because every time we do fail, we learn something and we're just going to be adding that to our tool belt of knowledge of what does not work. So that way we can continue on our journey and continue on our the path that God has provided for us and the end goal of what he wants us to do. So there will be some failures, but it's okay. Please do not think that it has anything to do with you because it's inevitable that it's going to happen and it's not your fault. It's just a learning experience. Another way to kind of spice up your knowledge when it comes to marketing is to track your results. So for example, if you are utilizing Canva, and you make a post on social media with a with a spread or content that you created on Canva and it flops. Pay attention to that. You know, pay attention to the posts that get the most likes or the most views. So that way you can start to understand, okay, this is what my audience thinks is more attractive or thinks is more important and kind of focus on that. It's usually a lot of trial and error when you're starting out with your marketing because you don't know, you're never going to know exactly what people want to see. So if you just start putting things out there, quality pieces of content or um, information out there and to see what people start absorbing more, that's going to help you to continue to focus on what is working for you. Also, um, same thing when it comes to sales. Maybe there's a certain product that people like more or a certain service that you offer that people are liking more than something else. You can track those results to know what in what within your company or your business is currently the most successful and what might need some extra love in getting it out there in a way that more people might think is interesting. Next, this is I think a, of course, a no brainer, all of you, I'm sure, but make sure that you provide exceptional customer service. Now, um, myself, I do come from a customer service background. I worked at a restaurant when I was in high school, then moved on to working at a bank in the financial industry. And let me tell you, customer service is no walk in the park. Not very many people care to have good customer service skills, even if you have a lot of experience. So it does go absolutely a long way. And one way to really think about what the impact it is that you're making is to think about the own, the customer services experiences that you've had. Have you ever gone into a store where the cashier or clerk barely looked up, to, looked up at you and didn't say anything to you at all, whether it be good morning or did you find everything okay? How are you today? Um, that really goes a long way. Sometimes we don't we don't care about the small talk, but it's just the fact that somebody acknowledged our presence makes a difference. Same thing if we're we're frustrated about something, 
you know, maybe a charge that we don't recognize and we call the merchant to try to get this situation figured out and you get passed around multiple times because nobody either wants to help you or knows, has the knowledge to get you to the right direction. That can be extremely frustrating, but if you finally get somebody who they may not even know how to help you, but they take ownership in the situation where they make it an important thing to find the answer for you or get you in the right direction and not just pass you off, that makes a big difference. So you may not be taking phone calls per se or being in a storefront more than likely if you're just starting out. It may just be online. But another way to have those customer service skills show online is to answer your DMs. Send DMs. Send compliments. Like other people's posts. Because at the end of the day, you're putting yourself out there. That's something that I personally have learned um, as well recently is maybe commenting on other people's posts instead of just liking it. You know, putting a comment there is putting your name out there is something that I've learned, which is absolutely true. And when somebody sends you a DM, you don't have to answer it immediately, but make sure you answer it and you're being super kind. And, you know, if they have a question, make sure you're answering that question. Don't just blow people off because at that point, anybody that takes any interest in your company, whether they end up buying something or you know, going along with the service that you're offering, they're going to remember how you made them feel. And they may know somebody who's interested in your products or your services. And if you made them feel bad, then they're going to relay their experience. And it's just going to be this domino effect where you may not even be aware of the customers that you could have had. So always, always, always use kindness and utilize your exceptional customer service skills, whether that be online or in person, or over the phone. All right, well, that wraps up this episode of the Wait What podcast, where we talked about marketing strategy, the general overview, and tips and tricks. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to me today. Next week, if you'll join me, we're going to be talking about setting realistic budgets. That is something that's absolutely important, especially if you're just getting started with your business or if you are maintaining your business and you have new expenses that arise and you're trying to manage anything, you know, all your costs and going forward. So please tune in next week where we'll talk about setting realistic budgets and setting yourself up for success. Again, I am your host, Lindsay Harris. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and have a great week.